Kiddushin Daf Lamed Hed, the last thing we're discussing, was Mitzvot Asesh Azman Geraman Ashim Ar Patur. We learn it from Tefillin. And the Gemara wanted to understand why we're learning it from there. Now we're not learning it from Matzah. And we talked about two Psukim that are teaching the same thing. Then we asked a question about Mitzvot Aseh Shelo Hazman Geramad. I'm not bound by time. Dashim Hayav. How do we know? We learn it from fearing parents. And we don't learn it from Talmud Torah and Piriyah Vedivyah because those are two psukim that are specific. Uh, they told us one halakha that it's mitzvot aseh, that they are not bound by time that women are hayav. Therefore, we're going to learn for all mitzvot aseh shaloh azman gerama, then nashima hayav. And with that, we're starting Lamed Hea Mudalif. First word on the page. Now, according to Rabbi Yohanan bin Baraka, he held that Al There is a mitzvah on both of them, men and women, to continue creation. Michael uh, and what are we going to say according to him? So, according to him, you can't say that Talmud Torah and Peru Urbu are two psukim are coming to teach the same thing. And you can't learn it uh, for anywhere else. According to him, you only have one mitzvah, which is Talmud Torah. And from there, we should learn everywhere that there uh, they should be patur. So the Gemara explains, no, Mishum Daba Talmud Torah Upidyon Haben Shenekitubim Habayim Kehazra. According to Rabbi Yohanan Berokai, it would be Talmud Torah and Pidyon Haben are two mitzvot coming to teach me the same thing, that mitzvot said that are not bound by time, women are patur. Vechol Shenekitubim Habayim Kehad, and you have two psuki, two mitzvot coming to teach me one subject, then you don't learn it for anywhere else. So the Gemara says, okay, well, Hanan bin Beroka, but according to Rabbi Hanan bin Beroka, who held that Nashim are Hayav in Piriyav Rivya, Nami Nehevu Piriyav Rivya Umora, how about Piriyav Rivya, where they're Hayav to continue creation and fearing parents, which also women are Hayav, how about Sheneket Uvimabayim Kehadetum Psukim, they're coming to teach me one thing that it's Mitzvot Asesh, Lohazman Gerama, that women are Hayav, and Melamim, and maybe you can't learn anywhere else. And maybe Nashim would be patur from all mitzvot aseh shelohaz man gerama. The Gemara says, no, you, you, they're, they're not coming to teach me the same thing. Rather, tzrikhe, I need both of these things. I need Priyavirvya and Mora to teach me two different things, that I, something that each pasuk doesn't teach me. I need them both. Why? If you only told me about fearing parents and not continuing creation, I would have thought maybe I would have thought the pasuk says you have to capture the land, and it's a peruvu, and then capture the land. A man whose way it's normal for him to capture other people, therefore in his hayav in However, but it's not normal for a woman to be capturing uh, land and people. Uh, maybe she's not hayav in and the ikatav And if you only wrote periyavirivya, velokatamora, you didn't write anything about fear of parents. Have I mean I would have thought a man where he has the ability to uh, respect and honor his parents in maybe he's hayav and fearing his parents but a woman if she's married she has to deal with her husband and her own kids and her own family maybe maybe she's not hayav and honoring her parents and since 
she doesn't, you know, when she's married, she she can't take care of her parents because she's busy with her husband. Maybe she shouldn't be hayav at all, even when she's single. That's why it's richa. That's why I need both psukim. I need by piriyavirvia and mora. And I could still learn that mitzvot alsei shelo geramad that women are hayav. So now. Okay, this works great according to the rabbi who holds that whenever you have two psukim, come tell me one thing that we don't learn it anywhere else. Only these two specific things. But according to the rabbi who says two psukim are teaching me one thing, you can learn it to other things in Torah. What are you going to say? So the, the rabbis in the city of Papuna, they know how to explain why women are patur from mitzvot aser, shazman geraba, and they're hayav if it's not bound by time. Umana, who's the rabbis living in Papuna? Rabbi Habar Yaakov. And he would explain as follows. Amar kira, the pasuk says, This is talking about filin. It says, So we're comparing Torah to Tfilin. The same way, Tefillin, it's a mitzvah that is bound by time and Nashim are not obligated to put on Tefillin. Therefore, all mitzvot aseh that are bound by time, Nashim women are patur. The logic states that if it's bound by time, then women are patur. Miklal, what am I understanding? The mitzvah aseh shelo asman gerama anashim hayavot. That if it's a mitzvah aseh that is not bound by time, women are hayav. They're obligated. Now, haniha lemadamat tefillin mitzvah aseh shazman gerama. Now, this works great according to the rabbi who holds tefillin is a mitzvah aseh that is bound by time. Okay, that would, then everything fits in beautifully. But according to the rabbi who holds that filin is a mitzvah that is not bound by time, what is he going to say? Meaning, according to him, the entire Torah was compared to tefillin, uh, and we're trying to say they're patur, but according to this, they're not patur. So what's going on? So, who's the rabbi who holds that feeling is not bound by time? That's Rabbi Meir. And according to him, you don't have to learn any connection to tefillin. The reason they're patur from mitzvah aseh shazman gerama is learned from a binyan av from reiyah, from coming up to the Beit Hamikdash. And the reason they're hayav and mitzvah aseh shelo azman gerama, we learn it from a comparison binyan av from mora fearing parents. And according to Rabbi Meir, there's no issue. There's no question that can come up that maybe we should obligate them in mitzvot aseh from mitzvah hakel, and to uh, exempt them from mitzvot aseh that are not bound by time from tamut because shenekit uvim avim kehad. There are two psukim that come teach me the same thing. V'chol shenekit uvim avim kehad and melamdim. And two, according to Rabbi Meir, he holds two psukim that come teach me the same thing. You don't, uh, you don't learn it. Oh, okay, according to Biuda, who holds that two Pesukim coming teach me the same thing, you do learn other mitzvot from it. According to him, Tfilin is a mitzvot that is not bound by time. What is he going to say? Meaning, according to him, you can't learn any any connection from the Torah to Tfilin. 
So the Gemara says, okay, according to Biuda, Mishum Dahavayim, Matzah, Simcha, Vehakel, you have three mitzvot. Tim, it's not two mitzvot, it's now three mitzvot that are coming to teach me the same thing, that they're mitzvot aseh, that they're bound by time, and women are hayav. And at this point, there are three mitzvot coming to teach me the same thing. And according to everyone, you don't learn it to other places. Two, I can make a case that the Torah went out of its way. There has to be a reason. But when it's three, okay, then it's Tafka, these three places, nowhere else. So to summarize this, according to the rabbi who holds that there's two psukim that come to teach me the same thing that you don't learn anywhere else, and tefillin is a mitzvah, you have to say the reason that women are patur from all mitzvot, because we're going to compare the, because the Torah and tefillin together, we are not going to learn from matzah and akhel to obligate them because the two psukim come and teach me the same thing, so we don't learn it, and and the reason women are having mitzvot say that are not bound by time is because of just uh, by logic. The fact that the Torah tells me that mitzvot women are patur, that means if it's not bound by time, women are hayav. And we're not going to learn from Talmud Torah and Piriyah to say they're patur because dafka these two places, uh, they're patur, but in general, mitzvot they would be hayav. Now, according to the Manda Amar, two psukim that come teach me the same thing. You don't learn, however, tefillin is a mitzvah say that it's not bound by time. The reason women are patur from mitzvot aseh shazman gerama, we're going to learn it as a binyan av from the entire Torah from tefillin or reaya. And they're not two psukim that are coming at the same time because there's a reason for each one. So it's not a shnek to rather that each one, there is a specific reason. And women are obligated in mitzvot, we're going to learn binyan av, the entire Torah, from the fearing of parents or mezuzah. The third one is, according to the one who holds two psukim, come to, uh, to teach me the same thing, you do learn other things from it, and tefillin is a mitzvot, the reason women are patur from mitzvot, binyan av, kol Torah from tefillin, or from re'iyah, the reason we don't learn from matzah and hakel, because matzah, hakel, and simhar, three psukim, and the Torah, Davka specified these three, nothing else, the reason women are, uh, are, are hayav in mitzvot, we can learn a binyan av Torah from fear of parents or mezuzah. And the reason we don't learn from Torah and Piriyavirivya, because you also have Pidyona Ben, and that's already three mitzvot on the same subject. Okay, next, the Mishnah said, Vichol mitzvot lotase, and a mitzvot lotase, a negative mitzvah. Whether it's bound by time or not, everyone is hayav. So, how do we know that even women are hayav in mitzvot lotase, for example, not to do melacha on Shabbat, or not to kill, not to steal? It says, man or woman, if they do any avera, the pasuk compared uh, men and women to all the punishments in the Torah, whether it's uh, makot, whether it's uh, karet. Now, he learns it from what it says in that you place in front of them. These are the mitzvot you put in front of them. And over there, it's a bunch of lotases. The, the pasuk compared men and women to all money laws of the Torah. 
says, and this is in regard if an ox or a donkey or an animal kills uh, someone and he's been warned, killed a man or a woman, that we should stone the ox and the owner should also die if he's been warned. We are comparing men and women to all deaths in the Torah, meaning if someone kills a man or a woman, the deen is the same. Now, Utsrichan, I need these three rabbis, one to learn it from uh, the korbanot, one from money laws, one from death laws. Why Because if you only told me about the korbanot over there, I would have said, Mishum kapara Listen, over here it's about forgiveness. Hashem wants a woman to be forgiven also for averot that she did. So if she lied under oath, okay, she should bring a korban to be forgiven. Avaldini, when it comes to money, Emma, I would have thought, Ishte bar masau matan, in, I would have thought, listen, men go to work, they make money, so he, they're only obligated in these mitzvot of, of uh, fines and uh, money laws. However, Isha, listen, a woman doesn't go to work, she doesn't make money. Maybe she's not commanded on, the, on these money laws. That's why I needed that second statement of Rabbi Eliezer. Now, if you had only told me about what Rabbi Eliezer said, I would have said, listen, that's the source of life, money. Meaning, if if she's not equal to men when it comes to money, people are going to steal from her, and therefore we're going to obligate her in money laws, so people can be obligated to her in money laws. Abal Kofir, let's say uh, an animal kills a human being, let's say it kills a woman. Emma, I would have thought, Ish debar mitzvot in maybe you only kill the ox, you only kill the owner if the cow killed the man because he does mitzvot, he's obligated in mitzvot. However, Isha, maybe a woman, she's not obligated in mitzvot, maybe not. And therefore, maybe if a cow kills her, maybe no one has to pay her uh, her family. Or maybe if her cow kills someone, maybe she doesn't have to pay. Therefore, you need to mention it. If you had only told me about uh, the, about the kofir, about if, if someone kills her or she, her animal kills someone, I would have said, Listen, we don't want people dying over here. And therefore, Hashem fell to bed. And he said, okay, anyone who kills her has to pay. But when it comes to other things like uh, punishments, uh, like makot or uh, or money laws, maybe she's not the same. That's why I mentioned I needed all three. So although... All three rabbis learned from somewhere else. Really, technically, the Gemara says we needed all three. Okay, women are not obligated. That the Mishnah said that women are not obligated in not shaving their head completely bald, not shaving their beard. And number three, if they're kohanot, there's no mitzvah for them not to become tamed to that people. So Bishlama Balti Tamei I get that part where it says not to become tamei tametim. Dichtiv emor la kohanim bene aharon. It says Moshe. I want you to speak to the kohanim, the the sons of Aharon. Bene Aharon. With the famous drasha, the sons of Aharon velo benot Aharon, and not the women. Meaning, the if a woman wants to go to a cemetery, a woman kohenet could go to the cemetery. No one's going to stop her. Ela balta kif ubalta shchit menalan. What about shaving their head bald and shaving their beard? How do we know that women are exempt from that? So the Gemara explains. The pasuk says, "Don't shave your head, don't uh, shave your beard." 
Kol sheyeshno ba'ashhata yeshno ba'kaf. However, as part of the mitzvah of not shaving the beard, is also in the mitzvah of not shaving their head bald. V'hanena sheho'il ve'loit nehu ba'ashhata lit nehu ba'kaf. And these women, since they're not part of the mitzvah of shaving their beard, then they're not part of the mitzvah of shaving their head bald. And the Gemara says, "Umen la'ada and delo it nehu ba'ashhata." How do we know they're not part of the mitzvah of not shaving their their beard? So you could either say that it's just simple logic. They don't have they don't have a beard, and therefore they're not part of the mitzvah, and therefore they're not part of the, the, the shaving the head bald either. Or you could go by the pasuk. The pasuk says, The pasuk said, "Do not shave your head," and we're talking about uh, plural. Roshchem is plural of many people. It went to singular form. Zikanecha means you, just you, one person. should just say you in plural. Zikanechem, your beards. My zekanecha. Why the change to your beard, one person? My zekanecha velo zekan shtecha. It's coming to be doresh the dafka your beard, not your wife's beard. The Gemara says, "Velo, are you really telling me that a woman is not part of the mitzvah of not to shave a beard?" V'hatanya, we have a bright that says, "Zekan isha ve'asaris she'alu se'ar harehen kezakan lechol divrehem." If uh, a woman or a saris, a person who is uh, not developed correctly, like a man some sort of genetic imbalance, if uh, somehow or another they had hair on their face, they grew hair on their face, it's considered a beard for all intensive purposes. Now, my love, doesn't that mean, hata that if they shave it, they're hayav, and you see that woman is part of that mitzvah? No, it's You can't say we're talking about shaving the beard because they alif peat peat mi bene Aaron, because we had already exerashava peat peat from bene Aaron. By bene Israel, it says, no shaving your beard, and by Kohanim, it says, and we're comparing them together. And you have to say, the male alan, the same way by Kohanim, Nashim Pturot, and women are not obligated in any of these mitzvot. Afkan, you have to say, by Israel also, Nashim Pturot, women are not obligated in not shaving their beard. Again, this is uh, shaving with a razor where you're totally destroying the beard, the, the hair. Now, the Gemara asks, Even if you hold that when it says it's going on all the mitzvot, you should just be quiet. We can learn at a kalvachomer. I mean, I would have thought. Uma koanim sheribal ba'ema katuv mitzvot yeterot bnei Aaron velo benot Aharon. The same way by koanim, where there's a lot of mitzvot for koanim, and still, even with all the mitzvot, we said only the men, not the women. Women are not obligated in the shaving of the beard by the koanim. So Israel would have even less mitzvot. Lokoshkin, all the more so that women would be able to shave their beard. So technically, I don't need the Gzar Shava. I'm good enough with the Kalva Homer over here. So the Gemara explains, no, I need the Gzar Shava because Ilav Gzar Shava, if it wasn't for the Gzar Shava, Hava Amina, Hifsika Anyan, I would have thought the the subject finished, meaning the first three Psukim and Emor, which is talking about now becoming Tameh, Tameh team, only certain family members, only that, Bene Aaron, Velo Benot Aaron, that's why I need the Gzar Shava, tell me that even. On the shaving, it's also uh, women are exempt. So now the Gemara is saying, okay, if you're opening that up, then hashtanami nemai v'sikanyan. Why don't we say that? Uh, that's it. The first three psukim to talk about tumat mitim is one thing, and this is a total different thing. And maybe women are hayav. 
and veimishum gezra shava. And if you tell me a bit because of the gezra shava, I would tell you the gezra shava mi bayadel tanya. I would have thought, you know, for the following brayta that loigalehu yachol gilhu bemisparaim yachayav. Maybe if they shaved using scissors, maybe you'd be obligated. That's why Talmud Lomar it says a lot tashchit. Do not destroy your beard. Meaning it's only something that destroys a beard, a razor, not scissors. Maybe if a person plucked it with a tweezer, you would be hayav because that's also destroying. Talmud Lomar, says also shaving. What are we talking about? It has to be a shaving that destroys. What are we talking about? The razor. And now I can ask, if I need the Shavat, tell me that only a razor is, is a sur to shave with. Then where, where am I going to learn that Benot Aharon are patur? And then from where am I going to learn that Benot Israel are patur? So the Gemara explains, Imken, if the Gzashav is only coming to tell me that uh, it's only Asur with the razor, Nikhtov Kera et Shebizkanecha. My peat zekanecha. Why do you have to add that extra word peat? Shma minatarteh. Come teach me two things. Number one, women are patur. Number two, it's only with a razor. So the Gemara says, Ve'ela hadetanya. Okay, well, we learned the Baita. Zekana isha v'asari she'alu se'ar harehen kezekan nekochol evrahim lemayel cheta. So let's go back to that original question. The, the Baita said that if a sari, some an underdeveloped man or a woman who all of a sudden grew hair on their face, it's considered uh, like facial hair to everything in regards to which halakha. So, Amar Morzutra, the Tumat Negaim, this in regards to uh, the, the Tumat of wounds, it's Sarat, and things like that. But the Gemara says, yeah, but Tumat Negaim, the, the Tumat of wounds, all that Sarat stuff, it says it straight in the Pasuk. It says, Ve'ish o Isha, and here you have the woman, it says if they if they have a wound in their head or their beard. So here you have the woman, you have the beard in the same pasuk. So that brayta cannot be talking about uh, uh, when it comes to wounds. Ela rather amar morzutra the taharat negaim to the tahara of wounds. When the mitzvah becomes tahor, he has to shave his entire body, including what's on his uh, what's on his face. And if a woman has facial hair, she has to shave that too. But the Gemara says, yeah, but Tarat Negaim Nami Pshita. Obviously, Kevan De Batumai, if that hair on her face can make her Tameh, then Batarai, then she also has to shave it to become Tahor. So the Gemara says, no, you have to say it's Trich. I still need the, the Braita to tell me that they're equal. What do we need it for? Because Salkada Tachamina, I would have thought, let's Tadim Katane Ketiv. I would have thought the Pasuk brought it, you know, two separate halachot. If they had a wound on the head, that a woman is like a man in regards to any wound with hair on their head. However, oh, Bezakan, I would have thought, Hadaratan Ish, I would have thought we're going back to only men and not women. Kamash Malan, when it says Isha in the Pasuk, that when a woman wants to become Tahor, she would have to shave the facial hair that grew. Next, we learn in the Mishnah that women are obligated in all mitzvot lotase except from shaving their head not, and shaving their beard. And number three, not, not becoming Tameh Tametim, they're allowed to become Tameh. And Isi Taneh, 
y si added bali krehu nashim peturot. That when it comes to uh, the the prohibition of pulling out hair when someone passes away, women are exempt from that mitzvah. My tama de isi, what's isi's reason? The darishachi, his doresh, the pasukas follows. Banim atem la shem eloichem, lotil godedu, velotasimu korhaben ainechem lamet. You are sons to Hashem, do not pull out hair over the dead. Because you're a holy nation. And it says, Only men are obligated in this mitzvah, not, uh, not women. Now, do you say that women are exempt from pulling out their hair? Or is it from the prohibition of cutting yourself over a dead person? So the Gemara explains, when the, pasuk, the next Pasuk says that you're holy nation to your God, that's talking about not cutting yourself, and women are included in that prohibition. So when I say, what's that about? That means only the men are not allowed to make themselves bold, but the women are allowed to. But the Gemara asks, why are you adding women to the prohibition of cutting themselves, but not to the prohibition of bolding themselves? So the uh, Gemara explains, trying to explain, you see, that the reason I'm adding cutting, because it's all over the body, the place where there's hair, the place where there's no hair, so it's very strict. And I'm excluding them from uh, the prohibition of making yourself bold, because that's only in a place where there's hair. But maybe when it says banim and not banot, maybe that's for everything, for for the prohibition of bold, prohibition of cutting himself, that women are always asur. When the pasuk says that you're a holy nation, that's that's going on just scratching yourself with your hand, with your nails, but not with your cutting. So maybe women are asur to make themselves bold. They're not allowed to cut themselves, but they are allowed to scratch themselves. So the Gemara explains, Kasavar isi serita ugdida ahati. Isi holds that the prohibition of scratching yourself, cutting yourself, it's all the same. And that's why women are asur in either or. And therefore you have to say that the one that there that is mutar is the one about making themselves bold. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen ve'amen.